What's going on, guys? And I have an important announcement, as you guys have seen on Facebook. The Warcry Podcast now has a merch store through Redbubble. What you'll do is you'll hit that link below. Select the logo that you like. You know, we got a wolf logo. We got the we got that Bigfoot scratch or the Dogman scratch logo. Uh, once you select the logo, you'll go down, hit your styles. If you want a T-shirt, if you want a you know a sweatshirt, or if you want a, you know different things or a sticker or whatever, you'll select the color of that, and then your size, and then you hit that checkout button. And hitting that checkout button and getting that T-shirt supports the podcast. And I appreciate everyone that listens. And, uh, you know, it's it's amazing. And I do truly appreciate it. But with that said, let's get to the episode. So run me my music. It's very, very dangerous. If you spotty sense, you know, I was like, oh, something's off. Ooh. And I'm just like, man, I'm waiting to hear something, you know. Get that crowd warmed up. What's going on, guys, and welcome to another edition of the War Cry Podcast. I'm your host, Jehola Tiger. On the ones and twos is myself, because I have a new mic and a new soundboard. So hopefully I sound pretty good to y'all. But we got another edition of Spooky Season. And on this episode of Spooky Seasons, over the course of the last, I would say six, seven months, maybe, probably maybe longer than that. I've had a few people reach out to me about certain omens that have kind of made their way into their life, and they had questions about it. And I've been promising you guys an episode, so here it is. This episode is going to be about omens. And I'm going to start off talking about omens So we're going to be talking about, I guess you could say, good omens and kind of bad omens. But when you hear the word omen, you're usually like, hey, it's usually pretty bad. But on this, like I said, on this episode, I'm going to hit a a multiple different types of cultures. Um, And I'm at the very end. You want to you might want to hang on. Um, I got a pretty crazy omen story uh, that I got from somebody. This is uh, a couple years ago. um, And you do not want to miss it. So. With the first omen, you know, that comes up, you know, to my mind, taking a few notes, we'll see how it shakes out. Um, But the first omen um, that I want to talk about comes out of 17th century England, and it's called the Death Watch Beetle. And the Death Watch Beetle is an omen uh, that, I, you know, could be still around today. Let me know if you believe in the Death Watch Beetle or some type of beetle. But essentially what this is, is there's this beetle that digs its way into wood. And the beetle will get so far into the wood where it's like at the core of whatever it is. It could be um, a seat. It could be a door. Um, You know, what I kind of read about that is that people would hear tapping at the door and would would think that it's like, you know, someone at the door, they'd open it, and then, you know, there's nobody there. But it's this beetle. Well, once they kind of figured out that this beetle, you know, had overtaken, and I believe it was like South Farmington, England, if people in the UK hear this, let me know if you if you guys still are still spooked out by this. But essentially, what this beetle will do is it'll get in the get into the door or whatever it is, and it would tap. It would do like this tapping sound, almost driving people insane. And you know, over the course of multiple you know hundreds of years, they basically was driving people insane. And when they'd hear that, someone would always die by whatever means. 
And so that I thought that was pretty interesting, you know, talking about another, you know, different culture and different, you know, part of the world uh, when it came to these omens. Another one out of England is, and I think this is, you know, could be a multitude of different omens, I guess you could say, but is the unburied bodies. And so kind of how this legend or kind of how this came to be about is when an unburied body is not buried through Sunday. So, if, you know, there's a body that's out and it didn't get buried, you know, before Sunday. Basically, someone in that family will, will die. And there was multiple accounts of that happening. Um, and this is in, I believe, in 1889 is when this started being recorded. And it happened 100 years before that, you know, over in England. And then now, uh, kind of Civil War uh, era, early, you know, late 1800s, early 1900s. But people would go, you know, would pass away. Some people kind of say that it, it could be like when a loved one passes away. And the heartbreak is so much that, you know, someone dies of heartbreak. That's another thing associated with that, too, as well. Um, but I found that pretty interesting, too, when it came to kind of different types of omens. Now, this one, this next one, I find very interesting. And to me, it's like, I think it happens a lot. And I've mentioned on a prior uh, spooky season, I think it was a light, the last one, uh, three, the movie Us. And how we, you know, possibly could have some type of doppelganger type of, you know, thing going on. And in German cultures, and this omen is a doppelganger omen. And this omen um, is very, I think it's kind of hits modern day almost to an extent. But what is a, a doppelganger? You know, I've some people say, oh, it's your twin or it's your, it's your, Basically, your soul could be, you know, in two places at once. And other people say that it's it's from a different dimension. Somehow they came over to this dimension and you swapped. Um, I've heard that one before. But really what it is is someone that looks just like you, but you're unrelated. That's essentially kind of what it means. And I just recently got a story, which is kind of crazy that I'm talking about this today, about this type of thing happening. Um, and that'll be, that'll be on, uh, this is creepy part four. Um, that's a pretty wicked story that, that I got about that. You know, I was kind of, kind of got goosebumps reading it, you know, and getting that information. But in German folklore, a doppelganger is someone who you don't want to meet. And if you meet them, that means you will, you will pass away. You, it's a, it's a guaranteed thing in German culture. And, you know, one thing I find very interesting is the way they describe it. Is it's it's you and it looks like you, but it's not you, and it's uh something. I, and this is a word that I think is kind of used in a weird way. Is um, people you know over there kind of call it a wraith type entity, um, or like a someone that you know a thing that eats your soul or takes your soul. Some people say you know it could be um some sort of you know I guess you could say death or I can't think of the name of that now, but anyways, uh some type of harbinger of death essentially. And it's even kind of crazy. Like I said, I mentioned um, the story that's going to be coming out, you know, or this is creepy. But, you know, it's pretty interesting that in some native cultures that basically they kind of come come from underground. Um, or, you know, they could also be shapeshifter. It looks like you, but it but isn't you. And so I just find that, that doppelganger type of thing really, really interesting. It's kind of crazy, too. I remember this might have been 15 years ago for me, but I had somebody... Uh, I've had this, this has been, this has happened multiple times and I believe we all have one. I really do. I think the way genetics is set up, like in, in our bodies and I, there's gotta be a repeating, you know, gene out there that makes someone look like, you know, you or me or whatever. And I had somebody reach out to me, like I said, 
Well, it was my it was a family member who reached out to me and was like, "Hey, I saw you over at uh, this place. I'm not gonna give the town's name, but over here. And by the mind, I can't even drive. Like I'm a I'm a young guy. But they were like, "Yeah, we saw you, and, and you weren't with your mom or your dad or anybody, but we saw you. You were there. We even hollered your name. And the person that we or the the kid that we hollered at looked at us and kind of like looked and was like kind of gave us a blank stare and turned around. But it looked just like you. And when I heard that, I said, no, nah, y'all are just crazy. Because, you know, some people say, oh, well, you, dang, you look like this person. Or, dang, you look like that person. Or whatever, you know. But they they literally, they were like, we thought it was you. We were hollering your name. And you would not turn around. You looked at us and, and you kind of gave us this blank stare. And it didn't, and it like walked away. Or you walked away. I thought that was very weird. And then I had somebody like, you know, when I was in college. Or it might have been early or late high school. But I, I was a young guy. I was a younger high school, early college. And I had somebody reach out to me like, hey, man, I saw you at that thing. Man, you was acting wild, like we, some party or whatever. And they're like, man, you was really going crazy, man. Like, you were, like, not being yourself. And I'm like, where was this at? And, you know, it was somewhere where I wasn't. And they were like, dude, I swear it was you. I said, no, I swear I wasn't even there. Like, they were really like, no, dude, you're quit messing around. I was like, no, I swear that wasn't me. And they are like, dude, that I, they, like, put it on. Like, they were really, like, serious about it. And so I always wonder, you know, like if it's just like a, if it's like you like you say we say, you know, our evil twin or you know somebody coming back from the other side and you know coming out for a night and enjoying your life. I don't know. I just was. Those are two kind of weird things that's happened to me in my life. And I'm sure if you have a doppelganger story or you have someone saying that you're somewhere and you and, and that you're riding around and it wasn't you, you know shoot me a message. I would like to hear that. Cause I, like I said, I had one come in about it and then, and like I said, I've heard other kind of, you know, that I can't really remember off the top of my head, but I've heard different things about that. And, and, uh, so if you got a story about a doppelganger or someone saying that you, Hey, we saw you, but you wouldn't respond to us, uh, shoot me a message. Uh, and I'd like to hear that or an email, uh, and kind of describe that experience. And, uh, you know, I find that very intriguing. And so we're getting down, you know, like I said, this is going to be a, kind of shorter episode i wanted to i wanted to keep it pretty light like i said we're gonna be i'm putting out content all week i'm my goal is to go live on youtube at some point and like i said i'm just putting out content making sure y'all y'all taken care of for this hollow halloween season and like i said i've had multiple people reach out to me about this like someone just as of last week um you know was asking me about um this death omen or this omen and this omen is owls and one thing about this topic is it is kind of a wide ranging topic because there's a lot of different cultures who have different meanings for an owl and different tribes believe different things. And I'm going to just give the broad, but I'm also going to give some examples of kind of how it's affected me. And if you got any, you know, stories about seeing an owl or anything weird like that, or that, you know, this topic and what I, what I'm about to say about this uh, topic about owls, um, like I said, send me a story, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to hear it. But when it comes to owls and a lot of different cultures and like I said, in a lot of tribes, really, you know, they look at it as a message and the message could be a multitude of different things. It could be a multitude of different, like good or bad. Um, you know, one, especially with Muscogee Creek and um, Cherokee, you know, we believe that it's bad. And if you guys have seen reservation dogs, you know, they blur out the, the owl's eyes and, you know, there's different owls out there that have like human faces, like human eyes, like they like have the whites in their eyes. And it's freaky. It's like 
I don't even want to see it. Get it off my timeline. What are you doing? Why are you putting this evil on me? Or putting this on my timeline? No. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I had a, I had a former, uh, staff member of mine, you know, he go, he, he comes up to me and he's like, Hey man, uh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You're sorry. And he pulls up his, his, uh, short leg. Like it was on his like kind of lower thigh. I know I sound kind of crazy, but he put it there. I don't know why he goes, I'm sorry. And he pulls it up and there's a, there's a big old owl, like a whole, like two foot, you know, basically covering his, basically his entire, you know, outside thigh. And I'm like, dude, you crazy for this. You know, I don't wish that bad things on people, but man, I was almost, I was that close. He almost had me, you know, he had me in the first half and I came and rallied in the second. He wasn't going to, wasn't going to make me put that, you know, that bad intention on that man. But yeah, he had a whole owl tattoo and I was like, dude, if you don't believe in it, then, Hey man, it is you, but I, I don't cover that up when you're around. Me. And he just kind of smirked and kind of laughed and said, all right, boss man, got you. I said, all right, man, that's all I need. But like I said, in most native cultures, it is looked at like as a message. Um, you know, one type of owl that I think I hear a lot of is the screech owl or like a barn owl. And those are the two that I kind of hear, you know, people seeing or hearing in the night that kind of got them all spooked out. But, you know, we talk about a message and the message um, is usually something of like a either death um, or a warning that something's about to happen or a death's about to happen. Um, and also, you know, kind of the more, I would say, not well discussed is that, you know, medicine people send them and use them, you know, for those those different types of uh, interactions, I say. And, you know, talking about that, you know, the out, you know, like I said, is, can, or and will be used uh, or is used um, by medicine people. And, you know, basically what they do is they use that owl to gain knowledge, you know, of the comings and goings of the tribe, the clan or the people it's, it's, you know, or it's sent to people in, you know, the term of a message, you know, or a warning and, and could be used in that way. Um, it also, you know, like if someone disrespects one of these medicine people, um, uh, they send it as like a warning. Um, and that kind of gets into more, I don't want to say nefarious, but like kind of, you know, spooky aspect of it. Um, and you know, in, in parts of the owl, like a feather of the owl, has been used in some tribes as like a like a peace offering or part of a peace offering, or attached to it um, to let these other people that are coming in, like, hey, we're we're okay, you know, we just want to let you know, you know, but we we saw you coming and we mean no harm, or you know, things like that. But is that a common thing? I you know, it just depends on the tribe. I know, I think one tribe I know for sure is the Omaha. I think they use use it as a peace offering, I believe, and. You know, one thing about them, too, I was kind of doing some research on different tribes because, you know, we look at it like I look at it as like, hey, this thing is spooky. This thing is is a skilly. Uh, this is the guinea or, uh, you know, one of those honkas, you know, but we always look at them like that. And I do anyways. And but, you know, there's like another, you know, like Omaha, like I said, I was doing some research, watching some videos and reading some articles about what they believe. These is up in Nebraska. And, you know, some plains people believe this too, but they believe it kind of is like a feminine energy, like women are for the night, men are for the day, you know, is how it was kind of described. And I find that very interesting that in a good way, you know, that you know, these owls are used, you know, for healing, you know, women and, and, and kids and things like that. And I thought that was real kind of cool, but you ain't gonna catch me. No, nah, I'm good. I'm good, man. 
<laughs> I'm good. I respect to the Omaha people for you know that being their thing, but and Plains people. I know some Plains tribes believe in that too, but you know I'm good. But you know, and to give some examples, you know, I know you know just giving some basic information because you know at the end of the day, you know we're I'm only told what I'm told, and and you know growing up, my grandpa always would always say, you know, if you hear you know things that don't make sense or like. He always would say he didn't use laughter in the woods, but he if he would if he have you ever heard a bird kind of do a almost like a look like it was trying to be a human. He said you know something's something's off. Might want to get out of there. And you know, giving an example of that, you know, my mom and this this will I'll do a, a full kind of a more in depth story or more detail and more context to this. Um, but things were going on at our house uh, where my parents live now. And, you know, you know, we had some people kind of looking, you know, warning us and, and doing things because of, and I mentioned this in the early years of, you know, dealing with medicine people and, and, and doing those things. And, and like I said, I have respect for medicine people. It no, means no disrespect, but it's just, you know, my, 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 my life, you know, I, I don't know how any other way to put it other than, you know, I have respect for medicine and, and people that, that practice those things. I don't, I don't mean no disrespect, but we had somebody, you know, kind of messing with us. And, but anyways, and so... You know, we would, you know, every now and then, you know, there was a section of our woods that kind of went down into, uh, went all the way down to the river. But there's, you know, obviously Bob bar fences and there's a bunch of trees and it, it's a hill that had like a little path that walked around. And I remember being a young guy, you know, hearing, and the, the first time I ever heard this, I might have been, it might have been after we moved and we moved to where my parents are now, like sixth grade. But since sixth grade, I've always heard this faint hoot. Uh, it's almost like it's blowing in the wind. Um, and I haven't, you know, I, I would hear it periodically and I would always tell people and, and I always ask people like when I'd hear it, am I, you hear that? And they're like, no, I don't hear that. What are you talking about? It's just, I hear car sirens or, you know, or it'd be ambulance or, you know, just city noises or wherever we were at. And, you know, a couple of times we're out in the middle of nowhere kind of messing around and, you know, starting, this is kind of crazy, but like, not starting fires, but, you know, doing bonfires and stuff like that. and Or, you know, just doing things, you know, just being young. And I'd always say, you hear that? And we'd be, you know, middle of nowhere. And they'd be like, no, I don't hear that. Why are you keep saying that? And I'd always hear it. It'd be a faint hoot. And, you know, as I got older, I, I would really try to concentrate to see where it's coming from and try to figure out where that come from. And that's what they, you know, that's part of this medicine, you know, that I, I talk about with, you know, they send messages and warnings. And I tell my grandpa, I said, you know, I hear this all the time since I was probably sixth grade. He goes, yeah. He's like, yeah. He's like, I figured it'd get one of y'all or something like that when it came to these, you know, things that we, you know, dealt with growing up. And he just said, you know, just keep living right. You know, he always says strong body, strong mind, things like that. And, you know, but I'd hear it. And it sounded like it, like when I was, before I was able to drive and things like that, when I was a young guy, middle school, early high school. I'd, I'd hear it from a certain section of the woods at my parents' house. And my mom one day was uh, mowing. And I'm out there playing, you know, shooting around. And I go inside because it's like 110 degrees, Oklahoma weather, you know. But, you know, she comes in and says, yeah, I heard something sound like a bird laughing or something. Or like some type of kind of weird noise that didn't make sense. And my mom is real, she's Cherokee, so she... She always wants to be logical. She don't want to think of it everything as the supernatural. I kind of, I kind of lean more that way, anyways. But she's like, I don't know. It sounded like a, 
I don't know, sounded like a uh, like a laughter, but it was like a bird sound, you know, and I had been hearing that since we moved there. And, you know, I've come to find things out as I got older, you know, that it's it's a warning from somebody, from someone, you know, someone that, you know, just letting you know I'm around, just letting you know I'm, a, I'm here. Uh, don't forget about me, you know, type creepy stuff. And I think about now as I'm older, I haven't, I hear, I heard it, I heard it about four months ago. And I hear it, and it's random. And you know, for the first time, you know, I think I think I finally realized, like, okay, something's about to happen. So I kind of try to, you know, stay in my lane on things and not push the issue on things, and you know, just you know, everyday life. And you know, I find it very interesting. But but that's kind of what that what I mean by when they send warnings and messages, and, or someone does. Um, another incident of of an owl, you know, that's you know, people have heard or seen is when they sit on top of your house and they just hoot but it doesn't sound like a hoot it's more human you know people talk about that all the time and you know there's a story you know for me growing up um you know i went to cherokee camp heritage camp you know for like it's like the one two week thing and you know you'd hear stories from these uh cherokee national treasures like sammy Steele or uh you know louis jackson who was uh, you know ad for a lot of years at sequoia high school and you hear these elders, you know, now they're elders, but then they were a little younger. You know, there was elders, you know, before them. But, you know, they talk about someone sending a message to somebody, um, letting them know, hey, your relative had passed. Um, and, you know, the story that I, you know, that my parents had told me that they had saw um, a pretty large owl uh, in the middle of the road uh, one night. And, you know, both of them, my mom and my dad, both, they know these, they know you know things about this they've been told growing up or you know my mom learned through you know working with people who know things and we had a relative pass not too long after that and you know my dad always said you know with this relative we never spoke to her you know we never really had any communication with her but he always said that she always thought real highly of you know my grandpa and so with him being gone you know we're the next kind of line you know up and or my dad is and he, you know, he said he saw it, saw that owl, and he found out. So that's another way that, you know, sometimes relatives could be that owl or that person or, or that person, that owl that, you know, you see. And they're usually pretty large. They're larger than a normal owl. But, you know, they're just letting you know, hey, I'm past. I'm, I'm about to pass away. I just want to let you know and come see you. And, you know, that's, you know, that's that's pretty, I think it's cool, but at the same time, like, still, <laughs> I still get, you know, spooked out about that, but. Um, but yeah, like I said, there's multiple different, you know, ways that you could be, you know, hearing about owls. Um, you know, I had somebody reach out to me about them hearing an owl screeching at, you know, right outside their house and I asked them how close it was. And I said, you know, I asked them, you know, did you have some, you have a, a someone in your family who's going through a rough time or, and, you know, they say, yeah, my, you know, some, my so-and-so sick or, you know, but owls to me are very spooky just to looking at them, just very creepy. But if you got a story like that, uh, you know, I'd like to hear it. Like I said, I'd like to hear all these stories. If you got kind of a weird omen story, I'd like to hear it. And, uh, you know, those are to me very, I won't, I mean, you can, I mean, I probably won't talk about it because I don't really don't like talking about it. Honestly, I'm just, you know, I had people asking me about it. And so I thought I'd talk about it a little bit, you know, not really getting into crazy specifics. You know, I got a little, little bit, little bit of heat, a little bit of juice, but, but um, the last omen story that I want to tell 
And this one kind of rocked me to my core a little bit when I heard it first the first time. And one thing about this story is it's very I haven't heard I haven't heard anything quite like this. And I've had people and I've told this story to people and they said, "Yeah, I've heard something similar to that." And I, and I even heard this detail and they thought it was very strange. So I I was on a uh, a live stream about 2 or 3 years ago. And I was telling stories and you were talking about conspiracies and I was, you know, just, you know, cutting it up, just doing my thing, just talking, really. And a gentleman joined the live stream and I, I couldn't help but just ask him questions. Like I could not help it. And so this is, and I, so, and I think he was, and I can't remember, I think he might have been Osage or Choctaw. I can't exactly remember. Uh, this is like three years ago. But I told the story maybe one time before. Um, publicly, but I'll tell it on this podcast because we are talking about omens. This gentleman was coming home one night, and he was pulling into his driveway, and he and his headlights hit a figure that was standing next to this lone tree um, that was kind of in a, I guess, in the middle of the yard, I guess you could say. And he notices it, and he's kind of like, "What is that?" You know, like who who's standing out in the yard? So he gets out, and he's like, "Hey, can I, how can I help you?" You know. How can I help you? You know, you lost, you need help, you need some, you know, food, you need some money. Like, what's what's going on, man? How can I help you? So he kind of walks out there a little bit, and this figure's not saying nothing, just standing there. And he noticed as he was looking at this, it was dark. He said it's pretty dark outside. And he noticed, he started looking at it, and he said, oh, he said, man, this got a, like a hide skin, like hide, animal hide wrapped around. And it was it had like a little, you know, I asked him, he kind of had a hood. He said, well, maybe. I said, what did it look like? And he's like, well, it kind of looked real thin, real pale. He said, but it had a hide on it. And I'm looking, and I'm kind of looking to my, kind of looking around like, man, I'm kind of wondering what he's talking about. And he said, I, he's like, I promise you, I saw this, but it ran up to me like fast, but it wasn't running. It was floating. I'm getting goosebumps telling this. And he said that I, he said it didn't smell. He's like, it just, He's like it. It was like gray, pale, like it was like death. But it had a it had a high animal hide over over its body. And he said it came up to him within like centimeters, and it went and it went away. And he like had to think like he's like, what just happened? So he runs into his house, and he runs into the bedroom, and he calls his dad. And all of a sudden, he hears knocking at the door, and it kept knocking. And he was like, I'm not supposed. I'm not going to answer that. He's like, I don't want to answer that. He's like, I don't want to answer that. And so he basically, and this, like I said, this is kind of a rough story, but he calls his dad. And how he described his father, him and his father, is people mistaking them sometimes. They looked so similar. They looked a lot alike. And they had a lot of same personality traits and characteristics. And, you know, he really, you know, he, people would mistake them sometimes. And they had the same name. He was just, you know, you know, senior and junior, you know, but they had the same name. And he calls his dad and his dad's like, oh, you know, how you doing? So, you know, just talking and he goes to hang up the phone and he hears a trumpet playing in the room and how he described it. He said it was like a musical instrument, but I, I think he, he equated it to kind of like a trumpet. But it was like a, a it was, a, it was definitely a musical machine and he like, and it was in the room. Like he said, he, he could hear it in the room and it was loud and the knocking stopped. Well, then he, he, you know, he finds out later on that his father had passed away. He had just he had just spoken to him a little bit before that, and 
part of the story that I'm having fuzzies remembering was the was it was he I could remember if he was on the phone with his dad when he the knocking happened that there was knocking on his door but then there was also knocking on his dad's door too as well and he fi- later finds out his dad has pa- had passed away and I asked him I said or he he asked me what he thought what I thought it was and you know what I my opinion of it was is that it was one of those omens those omens you know a harbinger of death was coming and it was letting him know that hey it's not going to be you but it's going to be someone close to you you know and i thought like i said i maybe i classified it as an omen or maybe i just maybe this entity or this being you know was going to take him but then realize he he was not the right one because him and his dad were so similar you know i always i always think about that sometimes like me and my dad you know we look pretty similar but we're not you know we got the same name you know i think about that a lot and you know i asked him i said well i said what do you, I said, so what happened after like all this? He said, well, my dad passed away. We did, gave him his, his funeral and went through all the whole process. And so I said, did you see anything after that? He said, no. I said, it was just that one night. I said, did, I said, do you think your dad opened the door when he hear he heard the knocking? And he goes, yep. My dad was that kind of guy who he'd help anybody. You know, that's it's a crazy story, but you know, that's a story that was told to me, like I said, three years ago, but that's all I got for you guys. Uh, this episode you know, hopefully this gave you some information. If you got any stories that you want to send, you can message me on uh, Facebook, Yahola Tiger. Send me a message and then, you know, add me as a friend. I, you know, we'll talk about it and share stories and whatever we need to do. You know, also the email, real, R-E-A-L, Warcry Podcast. Uh, or I'm sorry, warcrypod at gmail.com. Um, I almost said, I almost said, uh, I almost said a website. I don't know why, but um, TikTok. Instagram, Warcry Pod, go follow that. Um, share share the podcast out. You know, I appreciate everyone that has been continuing to do that. Um, the numbers, you know, I I can't, I can't describe. You know how much I appreciate everybody that listens. You know, I had somebody reach out to me today actually saying, "Man, I listened to that old episode with old Derek Morris, the original, the first episode with him, and you know they really was, you know, had had good opinions about it, and I appreciate that." And, you know, I appreciate, you know, people coming on my podcast. I appreciate people that message me. You know, I try to get to everybody um, as much as I can. But like I said, guys, we're going to have This Is Creepy coming out the Monday before Halloween. You will not want to miss it. Like I said, I got some pretty pretty keen stories, pretty pretty spooky stories. Um, I'm going to try to go live. Um, and this episode's looking to be coming out either Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Um, but I may just, I may do it, you know, tomorrow. Who knows? I just be releasing stuff, but I want you guys to have enough spooky content to get you through the week. Like I said, like I said, we'll 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 be doing a live stream, or I'll be doing a live stream talking about more spooky movies to watch. You know, this weekend I know we got a weekend coming up. You know, you'll be out with your family, but you know, you never know. You might want to pop in a movie that you never heard of before. Um, we got plenty of topics: vampires, werewolves. Um, we have Native American horror films that I think you guys should check out. I think they're pretty good. Um, so like I said, we got a lot of stuff coming this week. You know, we want to pound. You know, we want to pound some stuff out for y'all. Get get everything get everything right. Um, but like I said, I appreciate everyone that listens to the podcast, and I'm gonna catch you on the next one.